Robert Sapp here. Welcome to the podcast. Today's reading will be from Matthew chapter 15, starting with verse 21 and going to verse 28. Then Jesus went thence and departed into the coast of Tyre and Sidon. And behold, a woman of Canaan came out of the same coast and cried unto him, saying, Have mercy on me, O Lord, thou son of David. My daughter is grievously vexed with a devil. But he answered her not a word. And his disciples came and besought him, saying, Send her away, for she crieth after us. But he answered and said, I am not sent, but unto the lost sheep of the house of Israel. Then came she and worshipped him, saying, Lord, help me. But he answered and said, It is not meet to take the children's bread and cast it to the dogs. And she said, Truth, Lord, yet the dogs eat of the crumbs which fall from their master's table. Then Jesus answered and said unto her, O woman, great is thy faith. Be it unto thee, even as thou wilt. And her daughter was made whole from that very hour. We sometimes wonder why God doesn't answer our prayers immediately. How sometimes it seems that he waits or he asks us to continue to ask him. It's not that he's not listening to us. He hears us. He wants sometimes to see if we are serious about our desires, about our wants, about what we've come to him. This lady, um, the book of Mark tells us that she was a Syrophoenician lady, and her daughter was vexed with an evil or an unclean spirit. In Matthew, it calls the spirit the devil or a devil. And she had heard of Christ, and she came, and, and she cried out, but he didn't answer her. Did not mean that he didn't hear her. It just said that he didn't answer her. And she cried out apparently again and again, because the disciples got tired of hearing her and said, Do something with her. She crieth after us. And he looked at his disciples. He said, But it's not... I'm not here for the Gentiles. I'm here for the Israelites. And she came and worshipped him. Now, Christ came and died on the cross for all men, all women, all children. does not matter who you are. Don't take what he said here as, well, I came from the children of Israel and not for the Gentiles. Yes, he did come for the children of Israel. He came and they rejected him. So then his message spread even further and faster. His message of the cross would have been for the Gentiles as well as the Israelites. It was going to be for all. Because in John 3.16 he said, For whosoever come, cometh unto me, or believeth on me, whosoever believeth on me shall be saved. So it's not you're, you're an Israelite only or you're a Gentile only or you're this or that. It's you are a person and you are a soul and he came for that soul. He came for you. So do not get called up on, well, I came for just the children of Israel. His ministry was for Israel. It wasn't for the Gentiles. His ministry was for Israel. But then when his crucifixion changed everything and then Peter went into the house of the Gentiles and, and they were saved. And then Paul was the evangelist to the Gentiles and they were saved. But 
Let's get back to the Syrophoenician lady. Let's get back to the lady who had enough faith in Christ that no matter what it took, she was going to get his attention. What are you asking God for? What do you have need of? First of all, is it a worthy need? Now, if you're asking for a Cadillac, maybe you should back down and say, okay, I want a car. But if you're asking for healing, if you're asking for salvation, if you're asking for any of that, then that is worthy to get his attention. And all you have to do is cry and call out unto him, Jesus, and he hears you. But now he doesn't always answer the prayers immediately. Because sometimes we don't know what we're asking for. Sometimes we, we ask amiss. Sometimes we, we think we know what we want, but we really don't have a clue. And then there are times, as I said earlier, he's trying to see if we are really serious about this. Remember as a child when, when you wanted to get something from your mom or your dad, and you would go, Dad, 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 Dad. Well, you don't have to go and beg Christ, okay? That's not what I'm saying. But is your need so important to you that you would continue to ask, that you would go over and over and over again and ask, well, Lord, let, may I, or Lord, can I, or Lord, do this, or Lord, do that. There is a, a belief in the world, I guess you could say, that says name it and claim it. You know, speak prosperity. It's not about that. It's not naming it and claiming it. It's about being serious with God and going to God seriously and asking Him what you would have need of. As a Christian over the years, I've learned sometimes you, you do have to ask multiple times. It's not that God's not listening. He wants to know, are you serious? My wife prayed for three years for a husband. Three years she prayed. Well, that doesn't seem like a long time, but when you think about the seriousness of what she was asking for, she had a specific desire for a husband. And she asked God for three years for this specific traits of a husband. Three years later, I moved from one state to another state. And then a month later, I just happened to be driving by the church and just happened to stop in. It wasn't by happenstance. It wasn't by coincidence. God answered the prayer that she had been praying for three years. A friend of ours prayed for her husband for 17 years. And then one day, as she was getting ready to go to church, he looked at her and said, Wait, honey, I'm going to go with you. That day, he accepted the Lord in his life. Two years later, he was dead of cancer. You never know. Yes, he could have saved, he could have healed, he could have moved instantly on that individual and saved him right then. And the moment he cried out and said, Father, forgive me, he was saved. But he could have answered her prayer immediately. He could have forced her husband to go to church. But he wanted it, he worked slowly and cautiously to get that man to where he wanted to go to church. Even though it was God's desire for him to be in church, 
he made sure that it was that individual that believed that he wanted. So he answered our friend's prayer. It took 17 years. What are you praying for? The children of Israel prayed for 430 years. They cried out for, or they was in Egypt for 430 years. We don't know how long they cried out, but we know that after Joseph and the, and the Pharaoh of Joseph's time died, they started getting into bondage. So let's say they cried out for 300 years. Let's say they cried out for 200 years. Are you willing to cry out that long for something? They cried and they cried and they cried out and God moved and sent Moses. God answers our prayers. He doesn't always answer them when we think He should, but He always answers our prayers. He hears us. If you're a Christian, He hears you the moment you say, our Heavenly Father or my Heavenly Father or God or however you start your prayers, God hears you. And the angels stand at attention, ready and willing to do what the Heavenly Father has told them to do. But sometimes He holds them and He, he has them to delay their coming because the answer would not work at the time that we're asking. Three years, I said, my wife prayed for her husband. We got married when we was 21. She started praying when we was 18. Now, she and I are the same age. We had just either was still in high school or we had just gotten out of high school. There was a two-year college that I needed to attend before I could move to North Carolina. Oh, God could have done it instantly and immediately, but because I went to the two-year school and got the degree and the utility came and recruited me out of that college and moved me to the area where my wife was at, yeah, it took three years to get all that in place. But I believe that God knew the moment my wife started praying that He was designing me and He had designed her for me. I truly believe that. When I walked into that church, she looked around as I walked in the back door and, and God. she told me later that God spoke to her and said, there He is. That's the one. That's the guy I've chosen. Now, has it always been easy? No, it hasn't. I'd be, you'd know I was lying to you if I told you differently. But we've been together this year, October the 18th, 2021. The good Lord allows us to live to October the 18th, 2021. We will be together for 35 years. We have two children, eight grandchildren. So no, it's not always been easy. But it's been worth it. I'm sitting at the church that I attend because it's a quiet moment. This is one of the quietest places that I've got right now because of some family situations. I've had to move some of my family, some of my, my well, my daughter and her three children have had to move back into my home. 14, 11, and an eight-year-old. It's kind of loud. It's very busy. But you know, I'd have it no other way. 
I would have it no other way than that way right there. Those were the answer to my prayers. And those were prayers that I wasn't even praying. And I wasn't even sure I was praying it. But I was. And I am. And I continue to do so. So why does God answer our prayers? Sometimes the answer won't work the way we want it. But when he does answer our prayers, it always works. It's perfect. His timing is implacable. He waited for three years for my wife and her prayer to answer it. I got the job, I moved over, and I met my wife. And yes, I'll go ahead and tell you the rest of that story, as Paul Harvey used to say. We dated, we went out on a date on a Friday. One week and two days later on a Sunday, I asked my wife to marry me. One week and two days after our first date, I was engaged to be married with my wife. Six months later, my wife and I got married, and we've been together almost 35 years. I can truly say the ride was worth it. Everything that's happened, the struggles, the problems, the financials, the anger between the two of us, 35 years later, I can say it's all been worth it. Now, I'm not going to tell you, we're not going to, we're still going to get mad at each other. We're still going to have financial problems. We're still going to get sick. My wife nearly died over this COVID-19 back in December of 2020. From December the 4th to December the 20th, my wife was in the hospital. December the 4th to December the 20th. When she went into the hospital, she, her oxygen level was at 44% and fallen. My wife nearly died from this COVID. And I truly don't know what I would have done had my wife left here and went to her heavenly home. But God saw fortunate for me, blessed me, and kept my wife with me. And we are still together. We're still kicking. She just left the church. I'm sitting here doing this podcast because, as I said, it's a quiet moment. What are you asking God for? What are you looking to the Heavenly Father for? Is it worth it? If it is, you'll ask him again and again. I'm sitting here and I, I'm looking out over some of the church property and I, I remember eight years ago, my pastor told me, the pastor, he'd just gotten here. He said, we're gonna own that piece of property over there across the road. I thought he was crazy. I'm looking at the gravel parking lot. I'm looking at the parsonage. I'm looking at all of the other stuff that's on the other side of the road. We ask, we believed, and he provided. Didn't happen overnight. It took several years, but we ask, we believed, and he provided. My wife asked, my wife believed, God provided. Our friend who asked for her husband, she asked, she believed, God provided. What are you asking God for? Is it really worth it? Are you willing to put in the time? Are you willing to, well, why should I have to? God's a grace, graceful God and a loving God. Yes, he is. But if you have children, you know that you don't always give them everything that they want when they want it. My grandson wants a phone. My oldest grandson wants a smartphone. My grandson will get a smartphone if he keeps his grades up the first quarter of the next school year. Summer break has started. 
He has all summer to get his head wrapped around that concept. And then he has the first quarter to keep his grades up. And when, and, and I believe he will, he'll get a smartphone. I will personally go buy him one. Yeah, I could go get him one right now. But what would be the lesson? What would be the lesson? My grandson nearly failed this grade because he was lazy and would not do his schoolwork. So the lesson I'm trying to teach him is, you've got a job, that's school. Your pay is your grades. The reward will be that smartphone. What are you asking God for? What do you want? Is it worth it? God answers our prayers, not always on our time, but always on His. And it's always the perfect time. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Our Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you this day. We thank you for your many blessings upon our life, Lord, for your blessing, for your touch, for your move, Lord, for your guiding hand. And Lord, I ask that you'll move and that you'll touch, that you'll continue to bless those, Lord, that listen to this podcast, Lord, that you'll stretch forth your hand and Lord, deliver their needs, Lord. And Lord, grant the desires of their heart because I know that when they come to know you, they, give a, they are given a new heart, a clean heart. And the desires that you will grant are your desires through them. Lord, we ask this in Jesus' sweet and holy name we pray. Amen. Guys, I just want to say one, one more thing before I hang up. Thank you for listening. This podcast is not, well, it's not advertised anywhere except on my social media page. It is now all around the world. It's in Australia, Germany, Bulgaria. It was listened to in Russia. It's been in Japan. It's in Singapore. It's all over the United States. It's in Mexico. It's in Canada. Thank you. Thank you. This is God's work, not mine. I'm not doing this. I'm just, I'm just sitting here. I'm just the voice. So I encourage you, if you get a blessing out of this, share this podcast, not because of me. I don't get any money from this. This is something, this is the way I minister to people. So I encourage you to share this message with others. And let's see what God will do in each of our lives. Love y'all. Until we talk again, be good to each other.